here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Mark Levin, our number, 877-381-3811, 877-381-3811. Well, obviously, I wasn't here yesterday. I did call in. My man, Ben Ferguson, was here. He's terrific. Out of Memphis. I'll tell you where I was and what I was doing. I was at Mar-a-Lago for almost the entire afternoon. I spent two hours interviewing President Trump for Life, Liberty, and Levin. Two episodes. And uh, it really was a fantastic interview, not because of me, because of him. Uh, And he went very deep into issues, policies, principles, belief systems. Extraordinarily presidential. Because he has a fantastic new book coming out, Letters to Trump. And what's fantastic about it is you won't believe what some people wrote to him. And there's scores of letters in there over the course of his lifetime. And he and I, we use the letters as a jumping off point to discuss these individuals and and news. Alec Baldwin, Sean Connery, Richard Nixon, the Queen of England... Barack Obama, and on and on and on. And he's a very kind man. He was a very nice man. He gave us all this time. And you know, I do interviews a little differently on Fox, as most. And I actually let him speak, because I believe you can learn a lot if you shut your mouth and you listen. Otherwise, why have a guest? When it was over, he said, uh, I want you to come to dinner. I said, all right, we're having a wonderful event here. He said, really, two great musicians, and they were great. And again, uh, just a fantastic host. And so I left because about 5 p.m., give or take. And I decided to take a drive along A1A, the ocean. 
And uh, our home, we live about 20 miles north. I didn't go home, but I decided to take a drive. I like to take drives. Obviously, my wife was back in Virginia with the new puppies and so forth, and I very much wish that she had been with me, and she does too, but we couldn't. We had to split our time. But I kept her informed. We talked often every day. And so as I'm driving, I get a call from a friend. He tells me, I just heard, and not on the radio, from the president's lawyer in a text that he's been indicted. And I have to tell you, I got sick to my stomach right there. It was a blow to the gut. I'd just been with the man. Was in a fantastic mood. Did a fantastic interview, which you will see in the next few weekends. Not this Sunday. I'll explain what I'm doing this Sunday. And uh, I contacted the folks in Mar-a-Lago about a half hour later. I said, you still want me to show up at 7 p.m.? They said, absolutely. The president wants to see you. Eventually, I circled back, went back to Mar-a-Lago. Um, he's got fantastic supporters who started to gather with flags. And I went in and uh, sat down in an ante room next to where the main dinner was going to be with a friend, and uh, people were applauding, so that was obvious the president had entered. It was the president and the former first lady, Melania. And uh, I was invited to sit at the table. There must have been 300, 400 people there. This was an event that had been planned a long time ago. It wasn't a party for him or anything like that. It's for the members of the club. The members of the club are serious people from all kinds of industries, professions, backgrounds, people of significant success. In the meantime, I was being asked to go on virtually every show that Fox had. And I called my buddy Hannity, who had contacted me, and we couldn't get a truck out there, so I said, I'll do the interview by telephone. So I left there around 9. And on the way home, I did the interview from the car on my cell phone. That interview was posted on Mark Levin's show, Twitter, Getter, Parler, and True Social, and all over the world, I guess, if you care to hear it. And of course, our dear friend Ben, who was uh, filling in, Ben Ferguson, who does a great job, great constitutional conservative, I called into our program, this program. Um, and immediately at the top of the hour, spent about 20 minutes discussing with you all what I thought about this. That's the long and the short of it. Now, this Sunday, on Life, Liberty, and Levin, it'll be one of those occasions which is fairly unique, if not rare, where I do the entire hour by myself. 
I didn't need any guests. I know what I have to say about this. And it's not just the law, it's bigger than the law. The law has been destroyed. It's no longer about the elements of the law and the level of proof. It's about more than that. It's about tyranny. It's about a totalitarian Democrat party that would no win at all costs, punish its opponents, shut down speech, monitor the citizens, and other police state tactics. Count me among those who does not believe to this day that there's any way Joe Biden got 80 million votes legitimately. I don't believe it, I'll never believe it, and I'll go to my grave never believing it. Massive, massive turnouts for Joe Biden. I never saw it. And now the use of the criminal justice system by the Democrat Party and this administration to go after families, parents, to go after people who believe in life, to go after thousands of people who attended the January 6th protest but were not violent in any way. There weren't 2,000 people who broke into the Capitol violently and attacked police. They're trying to pick up anybody they see on any video that anybody shows them or tells them about. I'm just sick and tired of it. I've had enough of it. The reason they're going after Donald Trump is the reason why they've tried to destroy the Supreme Court and pack it with ideologues, as Stalin would do. It's the reason why they want to pack the United States Senate with four more Democrat senators, as Stalin would do. It's the reason why the Attorney General of the United States uses the power of the law to shut down opposition, to squelch speech, to intimidate and threaten people, as Stalin would do. It's a reason why the border is open to change the nature of the citizenry in this country. People coming in that have no attachment whatsoever to the Constitution, to the Declaration, or American history, as Stalin would do. The centralization of the economy, the degrowth movement, the destruction of energy independence, for climate change, which is a front for economic socialism, to create want, to create poverty, to create need, to create inflation, to create debt, to create shortages and supply line problems, as Stalin would do. But this is different. This is, as I say, crossing the Rubicon. If you do not have a just law and attempts to equally apply it, you don't have a free country. It's that simple. The Constitution doesn't matter. Statutes don't matter. Nothing matters. Now you're dealing with brute force. And that's what the Democrat Party is about, brute force. You can hear them. 
You can watch them. You can see their entertainment clowns on late night. You can see their racists and their anti-Semites and their tyrants and their totalitarians on MSNBC and CNN, on the pages of the New York Times and the Washington Post, on NBC, ABC, and CBS. They're all there. You can see how they've destroyed the media. So now we have an American Pravda that supports whatever the Democrats do and however they do it. And attack dogs against the Republicans, particularly conservatives, and especially Donald Trump and his supporters. The Democrat Party is not happy enough with controlling virtually all the instrumentalities of the culture and the government. Now it wants to select who the Republican nominee for president will be. Who do you think the Democrat Party wants? Chris Christie? Asa Hutchison? Chris Sununu? It's about right. The good old days of the Ford Bush presidency. Because they can roll these people. And they know these people will respond to their surrogates in the media and buckle on bended knee. Once in a generation, or maybe once in several generations, somebody or a couple people come along who are truly unique. Individuals who are presented to us. We don't know why, we don't know how. Maybe God does it. But they're presented to us to help us. To help save the country and the republic. Our constitution and our liberties. When the elitists and the mob get together to smother us. Donald Trump is a unique figure. And he will be a unique figure in history. Not for the reasons the media and the phony historians would say. For the opposite reasons. He came along at exactly the right time. To blunt what Obama had done to this country. To prevent an Obama third term through Hillary Clinton. A man who loves his country. He's a conservative by common sense, not ideology. Securing the border. Building up the military. A sound dollar. Constitutionalists on the court. Deregulation. Tax cuts to grow the economy. He confronted the communist Chinese, fascistic Russians, the Islamo-Nazis in Iran. He wasn't cut and run. Wasn't an isolationist or a pacifist. He used common sense. He outmaneuvered the enemy. They didn't know what to make of him. And every step of the way, the totalitarian Democrats, the Pravda media, and the backstabbing Republicans tried to cripple him. 
two pathetic impeachments, a criminal investigation. Now they have four or five grand juries. Washington wants nothing to do with them. They want to put them in prison. They want to send a message. More when I return. Mark Lovin. I want to tell you about something to help you protect your retirement. People are worried about the economy because 2022 didn't go very well. For one thing, there's the crazy spending and debt created by Biden and the Democrats. That huge debt affects your savings, especially pensions, IRAs, and 401ks. It's one reason Americans get gold IRAs, to protect their hard-earned savings. Well, here's a company I trust to help you with a gold IRA, Augusta Precious Metals. What makes Augusta Precious Metals different? They'll tell you not to buy a gold IRA if it's not right for you. If you've saved $100,000 or more, save for your IRA or your 401k, sign up for a one-on-one web conference to schedule call 877-4-GOLD-IRA. That's 877-4-GOLD-IRA, 877-4-GOLD-IRA. If you have a financial professional, obviously talk to them before making an investment decision. Visit AugustaPreciousMetals.com and check out the risk disclosures as well. By the way, I'm not saying that DeSantis wouldn't make a great president. I think he would. Or some of the others. But I'm saying that Donald Trump has demonstrated that he was a great president. And he's drawn the attacks like no Republican in history, I think. You might say Nixon. No, what we see now has never been done. Multiple grand juries all out of Democrat cities with Democrat judges and Democrat prosecutors and Democrat juries and Democrat populations. It's all a setup. This is a connivance. This isn't an accident. It's not a coincidence. It's not an error or a mistake. It's intentional. And I want to get into this very deeply with you. Because we have crossed the Rubicon. This is not the America of 48 hours ago. It has been fundamentally altered. And I don't want this to be a fleeting memory. We have to fight it. I want to tell you about something to help you protect your retirement. People are worried about the economy because 2022 didn't go very well. For one thing, there's the crazy spending and debt created by Biden and the Democrats. That huge debt affects your savings, especially pensions, IRAs, and 401ks. It's one reason Americans get gold IRAs, to protect their hard-earned savings. Well, here's a company I trust to help you with a gold IRA, Augusta Precious Metals. What makes Augusta Precious Metals different? tell you not to buy a gold IRA if it's not right for you. If you've saved $100,000 or more, save for your IRA or your 401k, sign up for a one-on-one web conference to schedule call 877-4-GOLD-IRA. That's 877-4-GOLD-IRA, 877-4-GOLD-IRA. If you have a financial professional, obviously talk to them before making an investment decision. Visit AugustaPreciousMetals.com and check out the risk disclosures as well. 
Mark Levin, the great one. The great one, Mark Levin. Dial in now, 877-381-3811. This is about more than Alvin Bragg. And what's interesting is Soros says he doesn't know Alvin Bragg. And yet Soros put a million dollars into an organization that washed the money through or big chunks of it and gave it to Alvin Bragg. And yet Soros' son and daughter-in-law gave money to Alvin Bragg. But Soros doesn't know who Alvin Bragg is. I don't buy that for two minutes. I don't buy it for two seconds. This man's buying prosecutor slots all over the country. That's part of his ideology. It's part of his strategy, and he's destroying the country. That's exactly what he's doing. And um, let me be very clear about this. And I wrote about it in American Marxism. What the Democrat Party is trying to do is to eliminate the Republican Party as a force. To eliminate the Republican Party as a force. Oh, it might be there, but it'll be completely impotent. It won't have the power to compete in elections, in the courtroom, and even when it comes to the law. Even when it comes to the law. This is totalitarianism. This is what's being done to the country. And this is why we cannot afford, we simply cannot afford to have the kind of Republicans who go along and get along, the Chris Christie's, are more than happy to manage the unraveling of America and the deterioration of our liberties. Same with the Chris Sununu's. Guy always looks like he's on a sugar high. Like he's in sixth grade or something. We wanted a fighter. We got a fighter. And some people want to abandon him. Again, that's not to say we don't have great fighters in the wings. I don't agree with all these attacks on Ron DeSantis. I think he's a fantastic individual, fantastic governor, and will be a fantastic president. But that's not the issue for me right now. The issue for me right now is that the Republican who's done so many great things for this country during a four-year term as president is in so many ways and history will put this straight Uh, the subject of a, a vicious, vile Democrat Party, Republican establishment that seek to put this man in prison. Did you ever think you'd live to this day and see such a thing? It's Joe Biden, frankly, who should be in prison. Yes, that's what I said. But part of his family, as a matter of fact. It's Joe Biden who should be in prison. He took money from the communist Chinese. 
His family took tens of millions. Nobody would have given a plug nickel to Hunter or Joe, excuse me, or Jim or whatever to that family. But for the fact that Joe Biden had been a senator for six or seven terms and had been vice president of the United States. The communist Chinese couldn't shovel enough money over to Biden. Peter Schweitzer says over $30 million, over $30 million. And they're going after Trump over a bookkeeping issue or whatever the hell it is. Grotesque. Absolutely grotesque. Trying to take out the Republican Party, trying to control the judiciary. Trying to determine who the Republican nominee will be. Think about it, America. One party rule. I've told you over the years, I've told you over a couple of decades now, the Democrat Party, much like the Communist Party, puts itself ahead of the country. In fact, it claims it is the country. And so to challenge the Democrat Party in their eyes is to challenge what they've built. It's unacceptable. It's unacceptable in fascist regimes. It's unacceptable in Marxist regimes. And it's unacceptable now. Now that we've crossed the Rubicon. There are thousands of local district attorneys. And assistant district attorneys. Tens of thousands of them. Now it takes one. To indict a Republican candidate. One. To make a determination on who the Republican nominee will be? I would tell the Republican district attorneys across the country. The Republican attorneys general across the country in the various states. It's largely up to you to make this right. And I want Mediaite, Media Matters, and all the other reprobates... All the other propagandists to listen and listen very carefully. The only way you stop tyranny is to confront it. I'm not talking about violence. I'm talking about exactly what I'm saying. The only way to stop totalitarianism is to confront it. A bully, a bully sees weakness and descends on it. You have to stand up to a bully. We need district attorneys and attorneys general across the country to scour their law books, local, state, and federal, and to look at ways to bring quote-unquote novel cases against Democrat senators who are not protected against Democrat House members who are not protected against Democrat governors who are not protected against ex-Democrat presidents who apparently are not protected. How come the Obamas have never been investigated? They've made hundreds of millions of dollars since leaving office. Donald Trump came to office with billions of dollars in value that he earned. 
and they keep chasing him. What about these Democrats who made their money while in office and after they left office? If the federal government won't take down Hunter Biden, it's up to local and state prosecutors to do it for them. I'm quite serious about this. This isn't a joke. While the Republicans still hold some offices, while they still have some power, while they still are, in certain places, prosecutors, we need their help. Merrick Garland isn't immune. None of the people at the Department of Justice are immune. Mayorkas, the head of DHS, he's not immune. None of the cabinet's immune. Joe Biden has violated the Constitution. He won't enforce the immigration laws. It is up to him to execute the laws that are passed by Congress, and he won't. Joe Biden is using executive orders, like Mussolini, to change our economy, to confuse genders, to destroy women's sports, and to advance racist policies. He needs to be legally punished for this. Legally punished for this. And you need to bring these cases where there are Republican and conservative judges. Don't give me this crap that they check their politics at the courtroom door. No, they don't. Until they are treated like they treat us. This is going to continue. It's going to get worse. The Republican Party will cease to exist. Any effective political opposition will cease to exist. The judiciary will be like the judiciary, the old Soviet Union. It'll do what the state wants them to do. The media have already have already gone. They're gone. The media are already gone. Do we have a free press? We have a press that's free to support tyranny and totalitarianism. Look how they're at war with Fox. Look how they desperately want Fox to lose a lawsuit. Look at their how war, at war with Newsmax and OAN, trying to take their platforms away. Look how they try and take out conservative hosts on talk radio. I guess now I'm the point of the spear. Because they don't believe in the competition of ideas. They don't believe in competition at all. It's the iron fist. It's the iron fist in Manhattan. It's the iron fist in Atlanta. It's the iron fist in Washington. Where we either have elected Democrat prosecutors or Democrat appointed prosecutors. Who take the most trivial issues. And try to turn them into national security issues. Or major tax issues. Or phony election issues. 
It's amazing, isn't it? Well, Biden sits there with his damn chocolate chip ice cream dripping on his chin. Moron. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. I want to tell you about something to help you protect your retirement. People are worried about the economy because 2022 didn't go very well. For one thing, there's the crazy spending and debt created by Biden and the Democrats. That huge debt affects your savings, especially pensions, IRAs, and 401ks. It's one reason Americans get gold IRAs, to protect their hard-earned savings. Well, here's a company I trust to help you with a gold IRA, Augusta Precious Metals. What makes Augusta Precious Metals different? tell you not to buy a gold IRA if it's not right for you. If you've saved $100,000 or more, save for your IRA or your 401k, sign up for a one-on-one web conference to schedule call 877-4-GOLD-IRA. That's 877-4-GOLD-IRA, 877-4-GOLD-IRA. If you have a financial professional, obviously talk to them before making an investment decision. Visit AugustaPreciousMetals.com and check out the risk disclosures as well. Democrat Party at the national level wants to do to America, every corner of America, what California did to every corner of California, destroy it. One party rule, supermajority Democrats in the Assembly, in the Senate. That's what they want to do to the entire country. They did it, in my view, to the greatest state in the country. The biggest state in the country. The most prosperous state in the country. The home of Ronald Reagan. Pete Wilson. Duke Major. They've destroyed it. But they're in power. For the rest of time. And that's what they want to do to the country. They figure all they need is two years. Maybe four tops. And they can institute and enshrine forever their policies, change the election system, destroy the electoral college so the cities run the country. Keep the borders open so people pouring into the country have no connection to American history, to the founding, to the framers, to the Declaration, to the Constitution, to the Civil War, who don't even speak English don't know what the Constitution says in any language so that their children and their grandchildren can vote. So they abhor legal immigration. For them, the law is only to be enforced if it empowers them. But now they've done something that's never been done in history. Oh, Donald Trump's the first ex-president to ever be indicted. That's not the headline. That's not the marquee. The headline in the marquee is the Democrat Party. The Democrat Party did something never done in American history. They indicted an ex-president who's the leading Republican nominee to run against the sitting president whose party is using the FBI, the DOJ, local district attorneys to try and destroy the front runner.
This segment of the podcast is exclusively sponsored by Pure Talk. Pure Talk offers great coverage and can save your family money on your wireless bill every single month. Go to puretalk.com to find the plan that's right for you. Thank you again for listening, and thank you so much for this sponsorship, Pure Talk. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, America. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877 877-381-3811. 877-381-3811. We keep our foot on the gas pedal. Just because it's Friday, we don't pretend that we're not on the radio. This Sunday, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific. I changed course on the Sunday program. It'll be all me, no guests, for the entire hour. As I go through what's happening to this country, Alvin Bragg and the other chipmunks, Georgia, Washington, local state, federales, what's happening to our nation, and all the rest. So, I stayed up till like, uh, I left Mar-a-Lago, I did my thing, then I, uh, I stayed up to like four in the morning, Mr. Producer, doing research, gathering information. Then I had to get up at 6.30 in the morning to do Fox and Friends an hour later. And yet I feel great. I'm ready to do all 10 rounds if you get my drift. So I hope you'll check us out uh, this Sunday. If you can't watch live, you can always DVR the program. You can set your recorder. Uh, You ought to do that anyway, honestly, because that way it'll always be recorded. And say, gee, I forgot. It's Sunday. I'm, you know, I'm out doing my thing. And there we are. Now, one of the things I came across early in the morning was the District Attorney's Association of the State of New York, the right do the right thing, quote-unquote, ethical guidelines for prosecutors. Wow. I guess it even applies to Soros prosecutors. I don't know who that is. Well, your son donated to him. Your daughter-in-law donated to him, and you donated to him. What do you mean you don't know who it is? I don't believe that scuzzball anyway. No, and I love the line. If you attack him, you must be an anti-Semite. First of all, I'm Jewish. Secondly, talk about anti-Semites. Go read what this, this SOB did when he was a teenager. He concealed his faith. He went around and he helped point out where the Jews lived in various homes. And so, oh, he's, he's something else, that guy. Oh, yeah. So this is uh, this this guideline, this handbook that's given to local prosecutors, and that would include um, reprobates like Alvin. They call you Alvin. They call you Alvin. Alvin Bragg. He's got nothing to brag about. By the way, I know I need to lose weight, Mr. Blue. There's no question. But Alvin Bragg is a fat slob. Have you ever seen this guy? And he's getting fatter by the minute. 
fatter by the minute. So the guideline starts, we prosecutors have the best job in the criminal justice system because we have more freedom than any other actor to do the right thing. Defense counsel protect their clients' interests and legal rights. Judges protect the party's rights and the public's interests in the proper resolution of pending cases. But it's not their job to find the truth, decide who should be charged or hold the perpetrator accountable. Only prosecutors are given the freedom and with it the ethical duty to promote all these vital components of the right thing. Now, what does that mean? This is out of their guidelines. Means we, you, have great power to alter the lives of many people. People accused of crimes, people victimized by crimes, their families and friends, and the community at large. A criminal charge might be life-changing. To an accused or a victim, it must never be taken for granted. Handle it like a loaded gun. Never forget its power to protect or harm. Oh, Alvin... You blew it, Alvin. But how could this guy even be qualified when he campaigned on indicting Donald Trump, just like the other slob in Albany? Tish James. Oh, Tish. Took us, James. Took us. You know what a took us is, Mr. Producer, my Italian friend? You've been around enough Jews, haven't you? It's an ass. Took us James there in Albany, campaigned on on getting Donald Trump on criminal charges. Then we have Alvin, fat slob. He campaigned on indicting Donald Trump. Number one, how could you even comply with the ethics rules that apply to prosecutors when you run for office like that? And then number two, when you actually execute what you campaigned on? You can't. They should be disbarred. They should be disbarred. But who's going to disbar them? The radical Democrat left-wing New York bar? The radical Democrat judges? See the problem, folks? We prosecutors hold people accountable for their actions. We are in turn accountable for ours. The criminal justice system, with its multitude of actors, motivated adversaries, High stakes and sentences lasting years. Any unethical behavior by a prosecutor is likely to be exposed. Well, it's been exposed. With Alvin. Violations of your ethical obligations will expose you, your cases, your office, and your district attorney to dire consequences. Unethical behavior by one prosecutor, if unpunished, can poison the atmosphere in an entire office. Ooh, do tell. Moreover, your unethical conduct can cause the district attorney public embarrassment and possible electoral defeat. Well, what if the public embarrassment is the district attorney? Just as there are many levels of culpability for professional misconduct, there are many consequences for unethical actions. People in New York, please pay attention to this. Bullet, you may be censured, suspended, or disbarred. I'm quoting. Violations of ethical rules governing the conduct of attorneys, including prosecutors, are overseen by the Supreme Courts of the state. That's at the trial level in New York. They get Supreme Court mixed up 
Why, I don't know. It's basically a district court. Another rule set out by each appellate division. Those courts have empowered permanent committees on professional standards to investigate allegations of misconduct and, quote, censure, suspend from practice, or remove from office any attorney. Guilty of professional misconduct, malpractice, fraud, deceit, crime, or misdemeanor, or any conduct prejudiced to the administration of justice. Prejudicial. Wow. Judicial Law Section 90-2. Ooh, Alvin. Seems to me that would apply to Alvin, don't you think, ladies and gentlemen? For those of you curious, Judiciary Law New York, Section 90, Part 2. He can be damaged. He can be sued civilly for damages, it says here as well. He can be prosecuted criminally. You could be prosecuted under state law, for example, for suborning perjury, obstructing justice, or official misconduct, or under federal law for deprivation of rights under color of law. Ooh. You can be sued civilly for damages. And more and more. So I I just put that out there. Uh, For the lawyers out there in the, the Manhattan area, you should really comb through this stuff. Uh, If you're a lawyer in Manhattan area, in New York, in some ways you have an affirmative obligation if you see the violation of an ethical rule to report it. Did you know that, Mr. Producer? And so I just want the law profession, such as it is in New York, to know about this, because Alvin is destroying the legal profession. Its reputation was low to begin with. Now it's below low especially in New York, and particularly in Manhattan. And uh, this is a disaster for the country. And over there in Atlanta, she's waiting her turn. She's going to pile on very soon. That's my prediction. She's going to pile on soon to try and cover her tracks. You'll see the legal analysts on cable TV and elsewhere tell you that's a real case, you know. That's, that's a real one. Oh, yeah, that, that, that one's serious. We We saw the... The jury foreman who looked like a maniac, who looked like a mental patient out there blabbering away, blubbering away. And I'm sure that grand jury was just perfect. Of course, the judge in that case thought it was all good. And incidentally, guess what? Guess what? The judge in the case, Alvin's case, is the same judge that oversaw the trial against Trump's company. How did that happen? Oh, just luck of the draw. Constantly ruled against the Trump organization. Just like the, the Obama federal district judge in Washington, the chief judge who was handling all the motions for the grand jury, for Jack the Ripper Smith. The challenges by the president's lawyer. Do you know he never won a single challenge under that judge? And that judge was replaced by another Obama judge. You see how tyranny works? This is how it works. Now, a lot of people are quoting Beria, and they don't even know who Beria is or what Beria did. With the, uh, find me the individual, I'll find you the crime, or some such thing. 
Beria was the longest serving head of the security and secret forces of the Soviet Union under Stalin. Beria was a mass murderer. Beria used to send his his people out in the streets of Moscow to find pretty women. They grabbed them off the street, including teenagers. They'd bring them back to Beria, who would rape them. And if they were lucky, they survived. And if they objected, they would be murdered. And in fact, Beria and his lovely wife, when, they, when he died and decades later, they, archaeologists went through there. They found dozens and dozens and dozens of skeletons there. Did you know that, Mr. Producer? He had these women and these girls murdered and buried in his backyard with the roses. His wife was a gardener. She didn't even know that she was planting roses on top of the graves of a mass murder. killed these people. But even more, Beria slaughtered Tens of thousands of people based on their ethnicity, on what degrees they held, on suspicion. Probably hundreds of thousands under his hand. He and Stalin went back a long, long way. And then Stalin started to wonder about Beria. See, this is what these guys do. Started to wonder about Beria, not because he was a mass murderer. Stalin was a mass murderer, and he was perfectly happy with that. I mean, you know, we've got to control the people in order to represent the people. And people who don't want to be represented by us need to be eliminated. Sound familiar in a different kind of way? So, uh, Stalin decided that Beria should get one of those special trials and be done away with. So that's what happened. Barry was dragged in front of a phony court without a judge, without due process. He had 20 minutes, 30 minutes. They ruled he was guilty. And then they ruled he was to die. They sentenced him to death immediately. So they took him to the basement of this building that Beria had built and executed other people who Stalin had decided to turn against him, or just weren't, just weren't, you know, praying to Stalin enough. And uh, this this particular floor that they used was um, built in a way where the blood from the individual could run down into a drain. And it was easy to wash away with a hose. So it wasn't flat. It was angled with a drain. Beria was taken to that room, and he begged for his life. He got on his knees. He begged for his life. He lied on the floor, and he was crying. And General, whatever the Russian's name was, walked up to him and shot him in the back of the head. 
murdered at the age of 54, 55. Crying like a baby. Begging for his life. A man who slaughtered people without a second thought. And of course, Stalin was even worse. Was even worse. Really, the only one who survived around Stalin, if people are interested in this, who'd been with him a very, very long period of time. Well, there were a couple, but the most prominent was Molotov. Heard of Molotov, Mr. Producer? Molotov cocktails? Well, they're named after him. For a reason. During the revolution, Molotov cocktails were used. This guy was a bureaucrat, much like Xi in China. Really didn't have facial expressions. Talked in monotone. But kept acquiring power, acquiring power. All in the name of Stalin, of course. But Molotov and a couple of the other lieutenants to Stalin, they became concerned. 1953, they saw what happened to Beria, that that Stalin would have them killed next. So you know what they did, Mr. Producer? They poisoned Stalin. It's just come out. You know, people said Stalin had a heart attack. No, Stalin was poisoned. He had a heart attack. But he died in a pool of his own urine. I'll be right back. Mark Levin. Don't fall for the free phone deals from Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile, folks. Just another trick to lock you into a long-term contract that's going to cost you a fortune every single month. Instead, get a brand-new iPhone 12 from Pure Talk for just 12 bucks a month at 0% interest, no contract. Cancel or leave anytime. Get a new iPhone, ultra-fast 5G service, and cut your cell phone bill in half. That's why I'm a Pure Talk customer. That's why you should be, too. You can switch right now at puretalk.com in as little as 10 minutes. Choose from a variety of unlimited talk and text plans starting at 30 bucks a month with plenty of high-speed data, all backed by a 100% money-back guarantee. Go to puretalk.com, enter promo code Levin Podcast, L-E-V-I-N Podcast, and you'll save 50% off your first month. An iPhone 12 for 12 bucks a month and save on your monthly bill. PureTalk.com, promo code Levin Podcast. Restrictions apply. You can see the site for details. When we come back, we only have about a minute right now. I want you to hear what some of Washington had to say about this grotesque Stalinist act by this grotesque Soros prosecutor who Soros funded and then pretends he doesn't know who he is. This is the way of the world, I'm afraid. Some of the responses will make you puke. You'll realize how far this country has fallen. And how the culture, whether it's television and other forms of entertainment, the view uh, demonstrates just how uh, the culture is cancerous, as well as the, the nighttime phony comedians who aren't funny, they're stupid actually and so forth you'll just see what's happening to the culture I'll be right back 
Don't fall for the free phone deals from Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile, folks. Just another trick to lock you into a long-term contract that's going to cost you a fortune every single month. Instead, get a brand new iPhone 12 from Pure Talk for just 12 bucks a month at 0% interest, no contract. Cancel or leave anytime. Get a new iPhone, ultra-fast 5G service, and cut your cell phone bill in half. That's why I'm a Pure Talk customer. That's why you should be, too. You can switch right now at puretalk.com in as little as 10 minutes. Choose from a variety of unlimited talk and text plans starting at 30 bucks a month with plenty of high-speed data, all backed by a 100% money-back guarantee. Go to puretalk.com, enter promo code LEVINPODCAST, L-E-V-I-N podcast, and you'll save 50% off your first month. An iPhone 12 for 12 bucks a month and save on your monthly bill. PureTalk.com, promo code Levin Podcast. Restrictions apply. You can see the site for details. Mark Levin, the thunder on the right. Call in now, 877-381-3811. You know, folks, I like Mike Pence. He's a very kind man. He's a man of deep faith, Christian faith, and evangelical. And um, he's a conservative. I've known Mike Pence for decades. When I served at the Justice Department, he started out as a congressman. He's one of the most solid congressmen. And um, in any event, he was at the National Review Institute, an Ideas Summit. I've never been to the National Review Institute Ideas Summit. I, I don't think they'll ever invite me at this point. Do you, Mr. Producer? Mostly because I condemn so many of their writers, but I do like Rich Lowry. He's a good guy. And a few others over there. Uh, in any event, Mike Pence is there, and he's asked about this indictment. Here's what he says. Cut one, go. I think the unprecedented indictment of a former president of the United States for a campaign finance issue is an outrage. Uh, and I think it's, it's clear to the overwhelming majority of the American people that this is nothing short of a, of a political prosecution uh, being affected by uh, a Manhattan DA who literally campaigned on bringing charges against one particular American. There you and I it. must tell and you I, that. And I, I, that's, that's the, that's the uh, juxtap of it. And he's quite right. I want you to listen to Bill Barr and tell me if you can even understand his answer. Cut two, go. I mean, obviously, we have to caveat it. We haven't seen it. We don't know exactly what's there. But judging from the news reports, it's a it's you know, it's the uh, archetypal uh, abuse of the prosecutorial function to engage in uh, a political hit job. And uh, it's a disgrace uh, if if it turns out to be what we think it is. Politically, it's, a, it's, a, it's going to be damaging, I think, to the Republican Party simply because I think it's, it's a no-lose situation for the Democrats. I think, they're actually, I think the, the impetus is really to help Trump get the nomination, focus the attention on him for two years, have this thing swirling around, plus whatever else comes, which I think will be damaging uh, to whoever gets the nomination. Uh, and legally, I think it's... Uh, it's uh, from what I understand, it's, uh, it's a pathetically weak case. 
So he attacks it on legal grounds, but then he makes a point that I think is absurd. So you have to believe Alvin Bragg indicted Trump because he wants Trump to be the nominee of the Republican Party. Does that make any sense to you, Mr. Producer? Do you really think Alvin Bragg is sitting there, let's indict him so we can get him nominated? The guy ran on indicting Trump. Is that what the DA in Georgia is thinking? Is that what the the rogue prosecutor in Washington, D.C.? That's absurd. But the worst of the bunch, of course, is always Adam Schiff. Just when you think you've hit bottom, there's Adam Schiff. Just when you think there's nothing below the sewer, there's Adam Schiff. And he's with Jim... Shuto, another Democrat who was a special assistant to Obama. But I want you to listen to this. Because it's the Democrats or the insurrectionists. And in fact, I entitled my Sunday show, Insurrection, the Democrat Party. Because that's what this is. Cut to go. If he wins the nomination, what choice will U.S. voters face in 2024? Well, it will be uh, a choice between uh, staying the course, assuming that uh, Joe Biden uh, runs for re-election, as I expect that he will, uh, and moving the country forward, or it will be a choice of going tragically not only backward uh, to the, the drama and the trauma of a Trump presidency, but I fear far worse. What we have seen with Donald Trump is whenever he is allowed to escape accountability, uh, he engages in worse and worse misconduct. Should he be rewarded with another term, uh, he would begin where he left office, and that is begin at the point of a, an insurrection. Right, and so that, you see this? Nobody attacks this guy in the media for his incendiary comments. Nobody. So if Trump wins, it's the beginning of an insurrection. In other words... They are not going to accept the Trump victory. They're not going to. That's why they characterize it this way. And this should repulse all of you. It should infuriate all of you. This guy is a pathological liar. He has no substantive character whatsoever. He wants to be a senator now. Even though he's a white, straight male, he wants to steal a seat from a potential LGBTQ candidate or just a minority candidate because he believes in a white, dominant male society. As far as I know, maybe he is uh, a, a white supremacist. But nonetheless, that's how they talk. So they, they're provocative. They're busy throwing lit matches. They are political arsonists everywhere. And he is a huge hemorrhoid on the body politic. And I mean that. Adam Schiff is a hemorrhoid on the body politic. In fact, Mr. Producer, I go so far as to say he's a bleeding hemorrhoid on the body politic. What do you think about that? But I think it's true. Let's do one more. Andrea Mitchell 
is interviewing Adam Schiff because Adam Schiff is so important that the media just keep going back and back. Down. The media go to people they want to promote. They go to people they want you to hear or they go to people they want to destroy in the case of certain Republicans. They go to guys like Chris Christie. What's that fat guy's name that was married to Kellyanne Conway? What is that guy's name? George Conway. They go to people like that because they know they'll say these hysterically stupid things. But here's Andrea Mitchell with Adam Schiff. Cut four, go. Has this uh, criminal allegation, this indictment, already become too political? Donald Trump is raising, you know, a fortune more than a million dollars, a million and a half or more, just on the threat of the indictment. Large number of politicians, uh, you know, are doing that. You're fundraising on it. Uh, Look, I think that this is going to be certainly a political issue. Hello, Uh, dummy. You're fundraising on it, she asked. Go ahead. In terms of defending the rule of law on the one side, in terms of... You're not defending the rule of law, you sleazebag. This has nothing to do with defending the rule of law. This has nothing to do with justice. This has nothing to do that the law applies to everybody. This has everything to do with tyranny. And we don't need lectures about the law from Adam Schiff. Is there a bigger sleaze bag than Adam Schiff? Seriously. Well, maybe Swalwell. Fang, fang. But seriously. Oh, Adam Schiff. Is he everything you do with the rule of law? Shut up, you little weasel. By the way. No, I won't attack Sid tonight. I'm in the mood to, but I won't, Mr. Producer. I will be nice. I shall return. Mark Lovin. Don't fall for the free phone deals from Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile, folks. Just another trick to lock you into a long-term contract that's going to cost you a fortune every single month. Instead, get a brand new iPhone 12 from Pure Talk for just 12 bucks a month at 0% interest, no contract. Cancel or leave anytime. Get a new iPhone, ultra-fast 5G service, and cut your cell phone bill in half. That's why I'm a Pure Talk customer. That's why you should be, too. You can switch right now at puretalk.com in as little as 10 minutes. Choose from a variety of unlimited talk and text plans starting at 30 bucks a month with plenty of high-speed data, all backed by a 100% money-back guarantee. Go to puretalk.com, enter promo code Levin Podcast, L-E-V-I-N Podcast, and you'll save 50% off your first month. An iPhone 12 for 12 bucks a month and save on your monthly bill. PureTalk.com, promo code Levin Podcast. Restrictions apply. You can see the site for details. Governor DeSantis immediately yesterday responding to this uh, grotesque act of injustice by Alvin uh, put out a tweet and said that uh, Florida will not assist in any extradition which was a significant statement. Not that Donald Trump's going to need to be extradited. I'm sure he'll voluntarily go to New York. Um, But again, that is a very, very important act. 
the governor has a lot of power and he said we're not participating in this in this circus by the left and the democrats because what's being done here is unjust and a lot of the republicans have been uh speaking out speaker mccarthy made a very very strong statement that the committees at least three chairmen are going to really dig into this and they should they're going to try and federalize a local issue then they need to look into that and interfere and uh, with the uh, republican nominating process i mean that's serious folks very serious here is sunny houston sunny houston i think is a lawyer she is one nasty person i think i'll say person cut eight go I don't think we should get too far ahead, ahead of ourselves because the, the charges have been sealed, right? The indictment is sealed. So right. we're hearing it's 30 counts. 30 counts of what? I mean, 30 counts of misdemeanors? Are we talking about a felony? What, what are we talking well, about Well, Michael here? Cohen, it happened in a federal court, correct? The difference is this is a state versus... And, and I think what's wonderful... First of all, these yentas are going round and... Go ahead is that a president cannot pardon himself from state crimes. Oh, is that so? <laughs> Why, well, if it was a federal crime, he could pardon himself? Yeah, and I yes. think that he has a pocket pardon somewhere in some safe somewhere. I do. I believe that. Hold on, hold on. Stop, stop a second. What do you mean he has a pocket pardon in some safe somewhere? You are a head case. You really are. You're a nasty yenta. That's what you are. Look it up, you jerk. Go ahead. That's it? Thank God, I guess. Yeah, he's got a pocket pardon somewhere. I really, I really, you really have to be stupid to watch that show. I have never watched that show. I can't stand listening to one of them, let alone all of them. Who wants to sit there and listen to these yentas go on? Hey, you know what I... All liberals... Even the Republic is a liberal who hates Trump. The view. The view from where? What does that mean, the view? The view. It ought to be called the five mental munchkins. That's what it ought to be called. The view. Then there's Joy Reid. Vile, racist, homophobic Joy Reid. There she is on another network, MSL. This MSLSD is uh, really a poison in the media. It's a poison, and it attracts all the head cases because CNN has no audience. So, they, so many of them have migrated over to MSLSD, and they get to hear people like Joy Reid. And why are all the most joyless people named Joy? Joy Behar, Joy Reed. They're not very sunny. Are they Houston? Cut 10, go. It is a statement without dignity. Uh, the governor of Florida does not know the facts, so he cannot talk about questionable facts in this case. He doesn't know them. Only the grand jury knows, and this is a sealed indictment. So he's making a statement about something he doesn't know the answer no, to. you're wrong again, genius. Everybody's talking about the facts that are available. Michael Cohen's talking about it. Stormy. Stormy's been talking about it. 
people who have appeared, others, in front of the grand jury, including Attorney Costello, he's talking about it. So, of course, the governor of Florida can make a comment. You really are a Marxist creep, aren't you? Go ahead. Throwing out, as you said, Andrew, dog whistles. You know, historically, you don't. This- first of all, you don't throw out dog whistles. You blow them, right, Mr. Producer? That's number one. Number two, what are the, the dog whistles? The dog whistles. Go ahead. Meme, this idea among uh, the right that African-Americans. That You're not black- even part. Of, you, you have no idea what conservatives think. Nothing. So don't tell us what we think and who we are, you jerk. Don't tell us who you think and what we are. You moron. That's right. You're a moron. And I'm sick and tired of you. Go ahead. We're uh, in positions um, are controlled uh, by some Jewish overseer who's pulling their strings. What the hell is she talking about, Mr. Producer? She is sick. And hence, she has a show on MSNBC. You have to be mentally unhinged to be on The View to be on MSNBC, you have to be mentally unhinged. They're going for the mentally unhinged demographic, and they've succeeded. I see Joe Biden was walking to the helicopter. Do you know where he's going, Mr. Bidu? Is he going back to Wilmington today? You bringing any uh, classified documents with him? We don't know. Any cash from the communist Chinese? We don't know. I'll be right back. In today's digital age, where cyber threats loom larger than ever, safeguarding your personal information is paramount. So why is Congress considering a law that could put your credit card data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? This Durbin Marshall credit card bill could jeopardize your financial data, make it more susceptible to cyber intrusions. It's a controversial bill that proposes a shift in billions of dollars worth of consumer transactions to payment networks that lack the robust security measures consumers rely on. Who could possibly want that? Well, the answer, woke corporate megastores seeking to inflate their multi-billion dollar profit margins. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill will undermine our safe and convenient payment systems and endanger your data security. It's time to take a stand. Visit electronicpaymentscoalition.org. Make your voice heard. Tell your senators to oppose the radical Durbin Marshall credit card bill paid for by the Electronic Payments Coalition. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, America. Mark Levin here. Our final hour of the week, our number 877-381-3811. Hello, 877 877- 381-3811. Don't forget, Sunday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Central. At what time is it in Arizona? I don't know. You know in Arizona. Check us out on Life, Liberty, and Levin on Fox because it's going to be just me, three of us, me, myself, and I. 
I'm the senior legal analyst. I am the director of diversity, equality, and inclusion. I'm all those things on my show, so I think you will uh, you will enjoy it. But seriously, it's rare now when I do a full show by myself. And I just decided that that's what I needed to do, exactly what I needed to do. And when I was finished, even got an applause. So I really want you to watch this. I had to change the entire format. I had to change everything. Um, as a result of all this, uh, we were going to go with the uh, with my interviews of President Trump. But those will have to wait because obviously those interviews were done uh, before the lawless act took place. I just want to do one more of these. Uh, I don't want to do too many of these. I mean, people are tired of this, but let's see here. You know what? I'm not going to do anymore. Let's go to the National Archives. You know, the National Archives used to be kind of a boring place. It's where bureaucrats went to uh, went went to die, you know, get their pensions, put in their their 20 years, get 80% of their salary, retire at the age of 48, head down to Florida or wherever they went. But not anymore. It's been uh, politicized like everything else these bastards do, quite frankly. In Just the News, John Solomon's outfit, Madeline Hubbard, the National Archives has admitted that approximately 1,000, you haven't heard this today, 1,170 pages of records from Joe Biden's time as vice president were found at the Penn Biden Center in November 2022. The agency said it does not have custody of any records discovered at Biden's home in Delaware. Now, let's get this straight. It wasn't just a few files. Remember, they used to compare them. You know, Trump had uh, you know, hundreds of documents. They only found like 10 files, about 1,170 pages of records. And the archives does not have custody of any records discovered at Joe Biden's homes. In Delaware, the American First Legal Foundation highlighted the revelation yesterday by publishing a letter that the National Archives sent to the conservative legal group in response to a Freedom of Information Act request. Folks, you, these Freedom of Information Act requests, whether in the hands of outstanding conservative legal groups or in your own hands, are very powerful weapons. All states have similar laws. Some states have laws that are even more extensive. The archives told the legal group, quote, it must deny your request in full for approximately 1,170 pages, unquote, found at the Penn Biden Center in the president's former office because they are, quote, subject of an ongoing law enforcement investigation. Now, that's a joke, but this is how they use the law. The agency gave the same reasoning for denying American first access to the nine boxes of records found at Biden's attorney's office in Boston. It's unclear what documents were included in that cache, but the Associated Press reported last month that it did not appear to include any classified documents. How would they know? And so um, I'm waiting for Bill Barr to be uh, rolled into 
his favorite cable network or the National Review Institute for whatever. And uh, I'm waiting for them to roll him in and and so he can tell us that this is a clear violation of the Presidential Records Act, somehow swing it into the Espionage Act. You know what's funny? A lot of these fools, these legal analysts, former attorneys general and so forth, they're on TV doing exactly what Bragg is doing. They're taking the Presidential Records Act and trying to wrap it into the Espionage Act of 1917 which was put in place by Woodrow Wilson and the Democrats uh, in order to uh, go after people who opposed his position on World War I. And it still hangs around. And there ne- that needs to be looked into, like the Patriot Act, quite frankly. And this is what, of course, um, they're hanging their hats on in Washington. It's not just the Espionage Act. It's obstruction. Obstruction, you see, at Mar-a-Lago. I've never really walked around Mar-a-Lago. They say, okay, dinner's over there. I mean, I don't know where these documents were. I almost asked, but I kept my mouth shut. But the point is this. What do you think this prosecutor, he's trying in, in Washington to hook in obstruction on a presidential document, an espionage case, espionage Act case in a building that you couldn't get into if you wanted to without being approved. There are armed federal police at the front, several of them, at the door and on the way out. Those documents were safer at Mar-a-Lago than they were in, uh, in Sandy Berger's pants, I can tell you that, Mr. Producer. And they were safer probably than they are at the National Archives. There's not even a suggestion that anything's been destroyed or burned or sold or anything like that. So this is a whole made-up case. But my point is, when it comes to Biden, I mean, his lawyer has documents in Boston. They have 1,170 documents at the Penn Biden Center for you know, laundering Chinese money or whatever they do over there. And no problem. Does anybody even talk about the special counsel in the Biden case? Is he awake? There's no leaks, no stories in the compost or the slimes. Nothing. Nothing. It's pretty amazing, don't you think? But you know what's missing from the headlines right now? Those people who were slaughtered at that private Christian school in Nashville. There's almost no talk about this now. The only talk there is, is by the reprobates in the head cases, like Elizabeth Warren. Elizabeth Warren was on CBS this morning with Gail King, who is a left-wing kook. And she will get a show on CNN, apparently. Apparently, CBS and CNN are owned by the same company. I don't want people seeing this Gail King. Very average intelligence. But she goes along with the chorus. She goes along with the crowd, you know. 
never stepping out. I guess that's what it is. Listen to this today on CBS This Morning, which nobody watches. Cut 16, go. I just can't tell you how frustrating this is. Our children die because there are Republicans in Congress who continue to insist that we can't put just basic safety measures in so place. So you don't see any so behind stop this. Right, all right, quiet, Gail. I'm talking to her. Got that? Kids are dying in schools because of Republicans in Congress. It is so outrageous. I'm, I'm at a loss for words anymore. These people are nuts. Nuts. And I'll, I will prove to you what cowards they are. Mr. Producer, I'm quite serious. On Monday, contact Elizabeth Warren's office and invite her to come on the show to discuss gun control. How much you want to bet she doesn't come on? It'd be great if she did. I'd love to debate her. But she won't. And of course, people know where I stand on this. They can research it. They can be prepared. And more than that, I want these kids protected. She wants gun control. I want these kids protected. I want armed police officers. And I'm not talking about retired or former military. I want armed, trained, active police officers protecting our children. Rather than calling them after the gun fires from the would-be or would-in-fact-be mass murder on the scene to confront them. Will it be perfect? No, but it'll be better than what is. Because this idea of banning guns and so it's not going to get us anywhere. So I want to have this debate with Elizabeth Warren. I want to have this debate in front of millions and millions of people. I want to have this debate on my show, on this radio program. And I'm inviting Elizabeth Warren to come onto this program. Stop going to friendly media. Ooh, the Gail King on CBS this morning. And there will be more people listening on this show than watch that television show. So let the word go out to Elizabeth Warren. Mr. Produce will make his, the best effort he can. We know the typical response, but we'll give it a shot. I'll be right back. Mark in. All right, we're going to take some calls here. We've had a full board for a very long time. Mr. Producer, to whom shall I speak? Yep. W-H-A-M, Rochester, New York. Alan, how are you, Alan? You're on. Hi, Mark. Hi, sir. How are you? I'm very well, thank you, Alan. Um, you, we were talking about Donald Trump at the beginning of the broadcast. Yes. And, um, I just want to say, some, I'm a young person, Generation X. How old are you, I wanted sir? to bring up, I just turned 42 yesterday. All right, no offense, you're not that young. But anyway, go right ahead, my friend. I feel great. Um, there was an interview done by a rock singer, Kirk Cobain, where he was asked about well, you're really going to the past the there. 
He was asked what? I sure am. He was he was asked about the politics at the time. And he he came right out and just said it's going to come to a time where American people are going to be tired of Republicans and Democrats. And they will elect somebody like Donald Trump. And I, I, I have to quote him on that. That's what he said. I don't and think he said happened. Donald Trump, did he? He, he absolutely did. Really? Uh, it was an MTV. It was an MTV interview. And, um, yeah. Yeah. All right, my friend. I was not aware of that. Kurt Cobain. Who knew, Mr. Producer? I didn't know. Uh, says it's fake, a quick search. All right, so it's fake. But no offense, don't be uh, don't be concerned, sir. Paul, Napa, Idaho, the great KBOI. Where is Napa, Idaho, other than in Idaho, Paul? It's approximately eight miles from the epicenter of Boise. How do you like that? It's a town about, uh, about town of what? About 110,000 people. I want to move to a town, Mr. Paul, one day that's a town of about 110 people. What do you think of that? As long as they have a diner there, that's all I need, diner. I don't need anything else. You don't even need a red light. You don't even need a red light. Nah, I don't need anything. All right, go right ahead, brother. I got to tell you, first off, I'm a huge fan of yours. Um, Thank you, sir. To the point where I couldn't stand it anymore. You were talking about books that you had yeah. written, and I decided to buy The American Marxist. Yeah. And I, I, I'm not a really learned man. I got basically an eighth-grade education and then went back to school and got my GED. But yeah. I know what a dictionary is and how to use it. So I'm reading your book at the same time as uh, you're, you're still advertising it. And i got to tell you, most of it I don't understand fully, but I get enough of the gist that you're really trying to make a difference in our country and save this country. And I got to tell you, I appreciate and I love you for it. Well, thank you. There's not a lot of people that have that zest and that verb that you've got. And I really appreciate it. Paul, you're a good guy. I really appreciate you too. You're in Idaho. What do you do there in Idaho? I work a part-time job. I'm 62 now, so I, I'm not the man I was at one time, but um, I live with... What, what, I mean, what kind of work is there to do? Well, there's, unfortunately, since Biden is in office, you know, they closed down all the mining, all the... Yeah, it's terrible. All the, uh, the tree work. Uh, you, you know, know Paul, you that's what's uh, amazing. People in... On the coasts, they don't understand what goes on in most of the country. They don't have the foggiest idea how things wind up on their dinner table, how jewelry winds up in their jewelry box, how how any of they have no idea about mining, about energy, about food. They can at least theorize where it comes from or imagine it, but to actually go there and get dirt under their fingers and see what people do, and then you get people like John Kerry. Uh, from Massachusetts, you get people like Joe Biden from Wilmington, people like Nancy Pelosi from San Francisco, people like Schumer from New York. And they're making all these decisions for people in Idaho and Wyoming and Montana and Alaska and on and on and on. They have, they don't care. There's not enough of you folks in terms of voting. 
the states are, are quite limited in terms of population and even under the Electoral College, and they want to get rid of that, so you have no say in anything. Anyway, my friend, Paul, I want to thank you for going through that book. Um, it, it is uh, not the easiest book in the world, but once you get through it, you're going to know a hell of a lot more than you did when you started it. And you know why, Paul? I don't. I do. The, I research the stuff. I don't just do stuff off the top of my head. I want to be accurate. Now, the the reasoning between the research is all mine. You know what this means and why it's done this way and who's doing it and so forth. Um, but I try to provide people with uh, with as much substance as I can. Paul, I really want to thank you, man. Take care of yourself. I love calls like that. And um, this next project I have, this next book I'm working on is like no book I've ever written before. And I think, I think you're going to be uh, very much drawn to it. At least I hope so. And that's what I'm working on tonight and tomorrow and the next day. And that's what I'm working on until I'm done. Ladies and gentlemen, I shall return. Making sure the land of the free and the home of the brave stays that way. Dial Mark Levin now at 877-381-3811. Welcome back, America. Mike, Greensboro, North Carolina, Sirius Satellite. How are you, Mike? Yellow. We love you. We love you so much. Um, one other thing I want to say is my best friend is Bill Bennett, and I love the uh, – you did an hour with him on the on the TV. and You know and, Bill? And I, we love you. You know oh, Bill? definitely. Yeah, it's been a while. I should bring him back. He is fantastic. Anyway, go right ahead. Definitely bring him back. Um, he's a true. All right. So what I wanted to say was this. Um, we love you. And I voted for Trump 2016. Voted for him again. We lost 220. Um, and I was thinking about DeSantis. But after this, what's going on, we're, I'm, I'm going to vote for uh, Trump again. There's no question. Because mm-hmm. he's the only one that can stand up and go against this horrible judicial system, the, the, the government that is so embedded. He's the only one. I, 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 like, I, I really like DeSantis, but I have to go for Trump. Mm-hmm. And part of the reason is because of the enemies of uh, Liberty here who are trying to take him down, and that's got your back up? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get it. All right, Mike. Thank you for your call. Give Bill my best, as uh, as you're a friend of his. He is terrific. I haven't talked to him in a long time. I really should. Let's keep going, Tim. Salem, Oregon, the great KSLM. Go. Yellow. Hi, Mark. I want to. Can you hear me? All right. Yes, sir. Mark, can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. I yes. I want to tell you how what your impact has been on Oregon and myself. We have a show, Political Coffee, that's put on by Jeff Crump, and he also created the Oregon Citizens Lobby, and it's a website, and it teaches the average citizen how to participate, 
how to track bills, do written and oral testimony. The last time you and I talked, we talked about being proactive and reactive. I have a trademark now, the citizen's lobbyist. And I'll give you an example of my testimony. People of color, when I was testifying, I said, Sinresting, I worked for the census for four months. There was black and black African, and there was white and North African, and it included Middle East and in Europe. And I said, so now I'm up to two colors. We need to define this so we all know what we're talking about. About Trump, I have one thing, Mark is he has a great platform. The minute a candidate talks about the other candidate, then it becomes about the person. I I do agree with you if your point is, frankly, I didn't understand your other point, but that's okay. Um, And I've told him, I don't like the personal attacks. You know, people say, well, politics isn't beanbag. I don't like it. I don't mind us attacking the other side because they're trying to destroy our country. But running these ads saying DeSantis wanted to slash Social Security and Medicare, it's simply not true. He talked about trying to reform them so they don't collapse. Because what happens to Social Security if it doesn't meet its obligations? As the trustees say, at some point soon it won't. What's going to happen is the amount of money that's going to have to be contributed to Social Security will no longer be 12 to 13 percent of your paycheck and the, the contribution of the employer it's going to be 25 percent and benefits are going to be slashed so guys like DeSantis they look at this and they say we got to address this and the way to address it is let's raise the age down down the road let's grandfather in the people who are on it now let's grandfather the people who are going to be on it in 10 years but if we don't address it it's not going to exist so i don't like that being attacked as somebody who wants to slash social security and medicare because it's not accurate they're trying to save it all right my friend thank you for your call all right where am i going uh let's see let us go to yellow our buddy jimmy brooklyn new york the great wabc jimmy go right ahead Hello, Mark. Everybody now, or at least most people, are talking about the threat is Russia and China, particularly getting close together now. Russia and China have been partners through the Communist parties for 100 years. In 1986, they made it official in their own publications, the 27th Congress, Communist Party, Soviet Union. I could read it if you want here, but they made it official. China and Russia are going to be working together because they're both fighting for peace and socialism. And when they said they're taking away the image of the enemy, meaning the communist threat, that will make the socialist forces in the capitalist country stronger. What about the communist forces in America, like the Democrat Party? It's It's a world communist movement, communist parties in every country. They were guided for 70 years or 100 years, depending on the country, by the Soviet Union. China is a more recent development, but all along, China and the Soviets were partners. It's amazing. Now, when the Trade Center was attacked, the Chinese communist journalist in Washington, D.C., in a lobby. Now, I don't recall if the lobby was a hotel or the airport. I thought you were going to talk about the Democrat Party and the Marxism going on in this country. 
Oh, yeah. Well, no? it, it's in every country. It's in every country. I know, but I'm talking now about our country. It's really, well, it's it's really a, center stage now, don't you think, Jimmy? Yes, it's center stage. I think this is the final push. They have, every, they have all the bases covered. Now, what Bragg is doing to us looks like he made a mistake here, but overseas, this is helping our enemies. They're seeing Absolutely. America collapsing, and they're starting maybe like, like for Saudi Arabia to embrace Iran. Look at Brazil. Panic. Oh, well, Brazil. The leader of Brazil is a communist. Exactly. He attended a meeting. He attended a meeting with Castro, the people, Sao, Sao mm-hmm. Paulo Forum in 1990. So Lula da Silva was part of that, and so was Castro and a few other people. I forget all the names. But that but is a is- huge country with a lot of people, significant economy. It's gone from pro-American to anti-American and pro-communist China, right in our own hemisphere. And people have to wake up to this, but they won't because we have a problem. We're fighting a two-front battle now with the Marxists in our own country. Democrat Party embraces all of them. They just do. And people can condemn it, condemn me for saying it all they want. I'm just a messenger who ap- absolutely sees what's taking place. And then, of course, the enemy abroad, which is getting stronger and stronger. As we get weaker and weaker, they're getting stronger and stronger. Jimmy! Thank you for your call, my friend. Let us continue. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Mr. Producer has already reached out to the senator's office. Liz Bo there. Liz Warren. Nickname, of course. And, uh, I'd love to debate her on gun control. And I'm sure she can handle it rather than just going to friendly sites all the time. I want you to listen to James Comer on Bloomberg about the family Biden and they receive China payouts in return for favors from Biden. This doesn't even make network news. Cut 15, go. We produce bank records from the first bank that I subpoenaed, Bank of America, that showed... There were the Biden family, between three and four members of the family, received over a million dollars from a company directly linked to the Chinese Communist Party. Now, that's, uh, we feel like, uh, reason to continue the investigation. That is one of what I believe are at least 10 different uh, items, that, that uh, oh, wow. transactions that will show that the, the president's immediate family was receiving funds from uh, the Chinese Communist Party. So this is very concerning. We're having people come in as we speak uh, to talk to us. We're interviewing people. And I think uh, you're going to see that there's going to be a lot of explaining to have to do on behalf of the president. We believe that the the reason the family was receiving this money is because of favors. That, the, that Joe Biden did either as vice president and or as president. So this is of the utmost concern for our national security. Why is it that a guy like James Comer, who's earnest as hell, that this doesn't take off like a massive issue, demands for special counsel on Biden and so forth, a full investigation of this corrupt crime family, and yet Adam Schiff who is a reprobate, who is a psychopath, who is a serial liar, he burps and it gets all this attention. 
That just shows you the Pravda media in America, the American Pravda media that we have. It's appalling. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's Friday. And every Friday, in honor of you, my audience, and trust me when I tell you, I am blessed to have you out there. We go to America every Friday in honor of you. Here we go. Don't forget our very, very urgent and important show, Sunday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. One of the rare times I do the entire show. And by the way, 
I don't have scripts. I don't have teleprompters. My eyes aren't darting west to east, east to west. Please tune in. The week is officially over. The week begins now. We salute our armed forces, police officers, firefighters, emergency personnel, and our truckers and the men and women in Ukraine and Taiwan. Good night, Spritey and Griffey and Pepsi. Good night, Zelda, Smokey and Gigi. Good night, Indy and Patton and Rory. And good night, Barney and Marty. And Dad, Mom, Leo and Joe. Good night and God bless you. And God bless each and every one of you. 